Like I said, I was like, you look exactly like my dad. I think it was called, uh... Doppelganger, I think I called it. <laughs> and I and I and that's why I titled the email. And you, I sent the picture. You look. I showed you the picture. You showed me the photo. I could send. I send it want to, to put it up. Yeah, I yeah, send it to the dog. It's He'll crazy it how much you look like my that's dad. That's so weird. And what? Where is your dad from? My dad. My dad's Irish. Irish, and yeah. your mother? My mom is like Irish German. Should you are you familiar with the pejorative term for homosexuals that is also widely used? I did the sausages. Yeah. Oh my god, uh, yeah. Dog just pulled up the very email. Oh yeah, you got oh. it? Yeah, there's my dad. Wow. Oh my god, get closer to his face. Because he had a good picture of his face. Oh, I god. threw like 87. A techno beat there. <laughs> send him, send him, will you send him the one? I will. I'll say yeah. yeah. I, I put like 80 family. your mom's house references in that email. Oh. Really? Yeah, 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 you should. You should see. Dear Main Mommy and Mr. Main Mommy, I like that. I like. I was minding my business, sitting home here now, when I heard Todd bring up how people always send in pictures of their friends who look like it's true. It's that's nonstop. Right. One of you said the person in this particular picture looked more like James Gandolfini, the so-called water champ. This almost made my mind go completely off chair rails. My name is Robert Eiler. I play AJ on Sopranos. The reason why this is so bizarre. Because I have been a fan for years, always been saying how my real father looks exactly like Pete. Dare you guys to take 20 to 30 <laughs> <laughs> and tell me they couldn't be brothers. Congrats on the new studio. You wanted to move when you moved in. Oh, what more can I say? For the hours and hours of amazing entertainment, other than thanks, Gene. Be well. P.S. I tried handwriting this letter, but when you have 15, how you say, ceiling. <laughs> Yeah. 
Oh, there's this great. Is it to Meadow or to AJ? He gives the speech. It's uh. It's <laughs> the best we, to, we played it on this show. We played like on the show ten years ago. Really? Yeah. Yes. It's where was when we first aired. It's. He's telling you. He's telling you have a lot to live for. He goes, you got a lot of things going for you. Well, for one thing, you're white. And these days, that means something. No, that's what he ends with. Oh, right, right. Because he's like, he's like, look, you're smart. smart. Just look in the <laughs> place. You're white. Yeah. That means a lot these days. That means a lot these days. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, Jesus, Dad. Yeah. And then the other uh, racist thing uh, so was uh, yeah, so when uh, wait, you start your dating the oh, black yeah. guy. I just like, watched that whole thing. Charcoal. I forget. Yeah. I remember. <laughs> I remember Jim like when he would finish his being like, oh, oh, like this is so fucked up. Like yeah. he was apologizing to the actor. Like it oh, really, really was like. Yeah, because he was just like, this is a really fucked up thing to say. But then the crew yeah. would laugh like an adult. <laughs> <laughs> that is hilarious. Yeah. yeah. The writing, the writers were just like. Amazing. Well, and especially if yeah. you have inappropriate parents, which my parents, my dad yeah. would probably high five uh, Gendel Petey at that yeah. speech. You know, it doesn't mean you cruel. agree with them. They're yeah. just fucked up. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Everybody yeah, different had the great, like, the crazy, like, my, one of my friends. Yeah, dad was insane, and he would say wild shit that I would be like, like so excited to hear him say. Yeah, and he then used to call friend, you sausages. Yeah, he would call me sausages mm. just when I keep like come pick up his daughter. Yeah, yep. He would always like say crazy shit like that, but he was always, I don't know, if it's not your dad, you're right. like, this is hilarious. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and then if oh, it yeah. is your dad, you're like, oh, yeah. oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. The craziest thing my dad ever did to me, he told me, uh. I left my socks by the toilet. And I was like, no, I was like, no, I didn't. I would never kick my socks off the bed. He's like, you left your socks by the toilet. You don't go fucking pick them up right now. So I'm like, God, so I go in and I'm looking around the toilet and I don't see socks, but there's a turd like <laughs> this big in the toilet, like coming out. And I come outside and he's just looking at me like, <laughs> I did it. he's like, yeah, that was yeah. Nice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I think I was like seven. Seven. Yeah, yeah. That's a good dad move. Yeah. 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 And he was just letting me know, like, I take bigger shits than you, and yeah. I always will. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's oh, kind of flexing on you, huh? Cool. I gotta yeah. tell you, Damn. your dad and me not only look alike. Take similar photos. Yeah. Dad. Yeah. I might still do that to you. Okay, so I always have to ask people stupid questions. Yeah. Because like, it's what I think about when I watch shows. Okay, remember when Meadow was like, <laughs> just like a girl, and then like one time you came back from like a cycle and you were super hot, and everybody was like, Meadow was hot. Like everybody was talking about when you blossomed until oh, you could. Did you feel it back then? Um, were you awkward? Were you like, oh my god, everyone knows I'm a woman now? No. Um, <laughs> I just, like, I feel like I remember a couple of like, when they I started. I feel like Christina really knows. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Let me not glaze over. Thank you. Uh, But I think I remember, like, when they started dressing me less like tank tops over tees and butterfly clips and stuff and, like, more womanly. I think I remember, like, some of the older gentlemen in the, like, crew and, like, the set, like, the actors kind of being like, oh, oh, okay. That's who you are. Was it like you guys are at lunch and then one of the crew guys, like, (laughs) eating and he's like, hey, uh, (laughs) trying to eat this lunch, but... Should look pretty good. <laughs> you know, that could have happened. I don't remember that specifically, yeah. but I'm what 
just saying that that maybe didn't happen. <laughs> maybe very, did. very well, happen. That is what I noticed is like one season you were like this little girl and then you came back and Meadow mm-hmm. had changed. Like, well, yeah, and been, then I was like having boyfriends and losing my yeah. virginity and things like that. So, yes, yes, it that was happened. I was not ready. They did not prepare you. We would do read-throughs and it was like everybody from the cast uh, would come, even if you weren't working that day, everyone just showed up and you walked in the same entrance, so the autograph guys would figure that out. And they'd be like, okay, we can get all these dudes on one day. And they'd just be waiting. Autograph dudes are so weird. Oh, it's my very strange. So weird. I, I'm getting like, sorry, you know? <laughs> just thinking about like them being, uh, but they're great. They, uh, <laughs> uh, they, they were waiting outside and they always have me sign and some of them were cool you know you say what's up to yeah. them like yeah how are you blah 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 and the guy has me sign it and I look and it's me and Jamie and her boob <gasps> is out and we're at oh, the red carpet of yeah. like this oh, Golden Globe Award <laughs> okay so this was like when we it was an Emmys hello this is when I didn't realize you could <laughs> ask for someone to like do your hair and makeup so oh. it was still where I was like I put like braids in my hair wet the night before so I had like a kinky wave I brought my dad with me to the Emmys I was like so excited and someone for the first time gave me a dress like the first two Emmys I went to Bloomingdale's and bought laundry by Shelly Seagal dresses okay so now I have like this like Cynthia Rowley leather dress and I was like super stoked and my nipple are you looking for it my my full nipple was out the whole time I hope it's finds it not that. Nope. I got my shit together by then. What was crazy was I always looked at Jamie as my sister and like a little, like I never look at her in a sexual way ever. And when he showed it to me, I was so uncomfortable and like weirded out. I know I'm about to see Jamie. So I walk up and I go to Jamie and I'm like, oh my God, how do I tell her this? I'm like, and I think this is when you said like she blossomed into a woman. I think this is when it happened because I said to her, one of those fucking guys downstairs had a picture of you and he had me sign it and your kid was out and she was like oh, did it look good <laughs> and I was like and that was the first time I ever thought of Jamie like some kind of so I was like whoa what a sick well, well, I mean that's my next thought I mean that sucks but yeah, yeah it does look good because uh, if it's out there yeah that's, that's the right by the way perspective oh, I yeah. but yeah, I yeah. felt the pressure and I think why I noticed so much is because I know how awkward adolescence yeah, is in yeah. private and then to be on this huge show yeah. where so many eyeballs are on you and you're you're transitioning into being a lady it's like oh. well I went through like a lot of changes in the first couple of years and weight fluctuation and I that's gotta be fun it, it was re- it wasn't it wasn't and I got like I would remember remember like being on a radio show and people would call in and like ask me how much weight I gained like oh my god and as, as a 17 year old girl oh, it like really comfy. fucked me up yeah. and I remember that at that point I kind of put my blinders on and was like I'm just gonna like focus on my experience on this show and I'm not gonna pay attention Smart. to what else is out there um, because I can't emotionally handle it like yeah. I, was, I was not strong enough you're a big fan what'd you eat today exactly <laughs> and the thing is on that set like nobody nobody ever cared what like oh. People came back different sizes every season. Like, of no course. one said anything. It's just like, how are you? You're great? Cool. Well, our best is your size now? Great. crew of guys. They probably were 15 pounds more every season. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's for my confidence with trying to get laid elsewhere, because I was like, oh, Jamie's on the cover of FHM, and she's insecure? Well, yeah. then. 
fuck, man. Oh, 
lot of work. Hey, listen, if you're going to come, you know. Time, time, out to time out for the kids. That's a good time out. People are looking for work right now. You throw that frame photo again. Coronavirus. That's true. Yeah, you can hire somebody, use, use your, you know, use it for good. That's true. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I, you know what I asked him, asked him if I could do as a, it, here's a, there's a risk reward to it. Like everything in life. Right. I, I've been really paying to watching chiropractic um, adjustment videos. That guy, that guy, yeah. There's so High many. Tower, High Tower, yeah, yeah. Cipriano, Montreal, I don't know, all these different, they're, they're like, they're, I don't know, they're relaxing to me. So I'm like, hey, let me adjust your back. And then that, and it, it'll either make you feel good or I could permanently hurt you. Yeah. So I feel like that's like a fair trade off. Like, what if Nadab is your first patient? Is yeah. What you're saying. Yeah. And here's Someone, the thing. Someone's got to be. Exactly. Yeah. Kind of practice. And here's the yeah. thing I've watched a bunch of the videos. I kind of know how to Spend do it. Spent a lot of hours yeah. of schooling, pretty much. Pretty much. Pretty yeah. much. You're right. It's like the same thing. My friend used to cut hair, and the way he learned was by doing it on like inmates and people at mm-hmm. hospitals and stuff. It's like, oh, you're like an inmate. Why don't you start <laughs> We all and are at this point. Here's yeah. the thing, and we can we could do it for content. It'll be content. <laughs> what if you yeah. cut his hair while he's spinning down Ooh, on the thing, right? Or, or adjustment? You want to give him an adjustment? Yeah, Sorry, adjustment. Like, the, oh, that the hair with this. I'm thinking of. I okay. like to practice giving him a haircut. That's not a bad idea. How about that? He gives you a haircut. Yeah. I give you an adjustment, and then we're. <laughs> Well, mm, what is your reluctance for yeah. the adjustment? Because look, hair grows back no matter how bad she fucks up. Correct. Okay? I might never walk again if you that's do it. That's not going to... You don't like move. walking anyway. Yeah, well, no, no, no. <laughs> I like movement. I like being able to get myself to the bathroom without anyone's help. I really enjoy that. Okay. okay. <laughs> I'm not going to fucking paralyze you. But how do you know? Because I'm... Because he's watching your like videos. A uh, hundred. But first of all, what, what do you think? I'm, I'm not going to hit you in the back with a hammer. I'm just gonna adjust you. <laughs> no, you hold the nail and hit the nail with the hammer. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right, and then I'll I'll you know loosen up the soft tissue and then. How you doing? You some, yeah, okay. Breathe. Beautiful in, morning. Your nose. Let your shoulders relax. No, you know what? I like this. Someone said like you practice on like inmates and stuff beforehand. Yeah. Practice on a couple inmates, and if they are still able to like get rec time and, and get their like hour of exercise in, then I, then fine. Then I'll then I'll let you adjust. But they have to it's all survive to be able to walk shows. out. You mean to call prisons? And be like, not can I come in? Not during COVID. I'll call prisons for you, Tom. They're not going to let me They're come not, in. It's during COVID. They're mm. not going to... I guess we'll just have to wait. Tour. No. <laughs> when? Who knows? They're not yeah. going to let me come into a prison. It's a ridiculous thing to propose. But I've <laughs> lost two grand at a casino, and I've had a bad haircut. You did the two grand to yourself, and that's way worse. Yeah. Mm. Losing right. two grand at a casino sucks. It oh, does yeah, suck. Uh, it sucks a lot. How much do you lose? Now, I don't want to assume anything, but I probably have more money than you. <laughs> how you Especially after this last week. Uh, how much do you lose? I mean, to be honest, I'll say it's north of 10. <gasps> what? what the fuck? There's no I was trying way. to feel good. Oh, well, you were trying, yeah. trying to chase the feeling. I didn't catch it. What were you playing? A little bit of everything. Okay, well, I got a proposal for you. Wow. Damn, I got a new proposal for stomach. you. I know. <laughs> Will you <laughs> let me give you a full adjustment if I pay you? Oh. <laughs> now we're talking. <laughs> this is a language I understand very well and speak fluently. <laughs> How much money are we talking? But you should pay his rent or something, not just give him the cash because he'll just go blow it. That's um, true. And if he gets also, paralyzed, he can't come and to And also, work. breaking even is not a great, is not a great incentive for me. What? Because look, all I all I get to be after this is just not broke, right? Pretty good place to be. 
Yeah, it is nice. It is nice to not have to owe people Can't money that are looking. shirtless? Okay. I, I think it'd be Here's funny to have him shirtless. I'll pay you. He must. Oh, what if he has to live with Josh Potter for a weekend? Oh, no, but his place <laughs> is clean now. Yeah, right? Oh, Shit. <laughs> Dude, that shower was crazy. <laughs> yeah. Like if they yeah. were set dressing that for like a prison scene, they'd be like, well, we, we can't like, it's a little too, you know what I mean? Like there's you nobody know to... We have to show you, we haven't released it. The Robert Paul Champagne Part 2? Yeah. The tour. Yeah. Oh, I love that you're such oh, a fan. Oh, I'm on it. I love it. I haven't missed an episode in five years, I'd say. Wow. Yeah. And I don't watch like, Half, so I watch until like the guy shits his balls out his arm. Yeah. I watch until the that's like wow. the fat lady sings with your mom out. Yeah, right? yeah, you're right. Yeah. It's not over until the guy shits his balls My out. My mom. <laughs> <laughs> My mom did not like that's me telling funny. her about that. I told her about it twice. She got really didn't upset. appreciate yeah. it. Like I almost like because I don't do any social media, uh-huh. so I love that. Like I don't know what's going on. Oh, that's good. <laughs> yeah, and I never see any of these that, like trendy I you're videos. A lot healthier. Yeah. Mentally, from not doing any sort yeah. of well, yeah. I'm, I'm a mess, but I, it, it helps. Yeah. But it helps. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I would pay you, by the way, just real quick to adjust you. If there was, if you allowed me to try to hurt you, now it's like a different thing. Okay, then like you're giving me what <laughs> six figures? Like what? What? Is, what amount of money will you pay She's to permanently hurt? Me. I don't want to permanently hurt you. I want to. I just <laughs> want to hurt me bad. No, I want to get a baton and like. <laughs> I picture the ambulance driving away and Tom sitting on his couch like this. Sipping his lemonade. I want to hear Can we just do Nadab shirtless and tit cups for like one episode? He has to wear shirtless and a tit The big ones or the little ones? The big ones. The nipple ones are great. Or the nipple ones. Can I, could you do a nipple tit cup? <laughs> why, why is he getting to choose his punishment? Oh, look at Andy's nodding. Why am I getting to choose what Your you punishment. guys do to abuse me? You should make a wheel and spin it. <laughs> that's what it is. Oh, that's a With great all the nipples. Nipples. Okay, yeah. what would you rather have? I Just like answer that. <laughs> would you rather have a, a rib cracked, a knee like broken, or one of your hands in a cast? Well, people that are looking for me from this last weekend want to do all three of those. Oh, oh my God. It's getting darker by the moment. Wow. wow. So which would you prefer? So the question is, it sounds is it, like you need some scratch, bro. Is it going to be you or is it going to be the people I owe money to? No, because if it's the people you owe money to, Tom's going to do it too. It's going to be both. Oh, okay. Or do you want to make 10 <laughs> Rib, large? knees, or hand? We got, yeah. I got nice yeah. By the way, just for to get, for people to know how sweet Jamie is, like why she's Aww. sitting like that. When we used to go to the Emmy Awards, they would do a thing. It's like one of my favorite things about Jamie that shows how good of a person she is. They would do a thing like the in memorial, in memorial, whatever. Yeah. yeah. And they would show all the people who died. It'd be people from like 1920 with like bowling hats. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you don't know who. Yeah. The, you know, like when they take a bird on her head or like. You're just like, oh, okay. And you turn over and Jamie's weeping. Aww. Yeah, like in the, I don't know why. Hours you know, of makeup. They, they, <laughs> they, put the, they put the music and like <laughs> the black and white montage. And I just, I don't know, it gets me. It's because you're such a good, you're a good, you're yeah, a good person. Sweet. Like Jamie said on our podcast, she likes to find the good in people and celebrate it. And we have a third host on the podcast and he said, 
he likes to find the bad. He feels he's the opposite. And I was like, yeah, that's what I relate yeah. to. Yeah. This guy, I look right away for like, what? And then I'm yeah. like, oh, this now I'm comfortable. I right. find your, your but it's me nice. too. Here's the yeah. thing. Dark you don't side. want like all that around. You need the balance yeah. of Jamie with you. you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. She, sometimes we get way out of line and she, you know, she pulls I, know. I let it happen though. Yeah, but I sometimes not, she pulls I, us, you know, like we were talking about the other day, how much poop how much food do you have to eat to make a pound of poop? Oh, wow, that's a good question. Yeah, and like what what foods would you eat to make more poop? Is it like, should I, if I wanted to produce the most poop, is it like rice? Like, like grilled chicken is probably not going to make as much. You're right. I would say something fibrous. Yeah. I would go with uh, cream of wheat, for instance, which it gives me diarrhea. I don't know what. Oh, it does? Yeah. I don't like it, so I don't know what it does to me. Yeah. Spinach. Spinach. Mm. Spinach. Fibrous. Yep. Yeah. Fibrous. Mm. But it's so light. But to make more yeah. brown? Oh, that's a really. A, you you guys you really opened my eyes to you. Like we had a we read a lot of emails. Like mm-hmm. people write in, and someone had a very nice email saying he was a fan and had a crush on me. I guess from the time I blossomed Jeez. and oh, inspired him to buy a masturbation sleeve. And I never knew what <laughs> that was. Wow! wow. So, so they got cool. to tell me for about thirty minutes all about masturbation sleeves. You've never heard of that one. I didn't know it was like a pocket vagina situation. Now I find it ironic because we we Wikipedia'd you and your father-in-law is Lenny Dykstra. I mean, how are you alive? Like, how are you I don't know where he is right now. So I met, I don't, we don't, uh, we don't, well, he's not speaking to my husband. They're not speaking for the past two years. But when I first started dating Cutter, my husband, I met Lenny. Um, and then he went to jail like two days later. Two he, days later? He didn't. He thought he was showing up for like a hearing. Was that the finance thing? Mm-hmm. Dude, I remember real sports. No, it was a, it was very tragic. Like yeah. what happened to my husband and his family. But mm. there was a lot of forgiveness. And when I had our first son, he got out of jail and spent a lot of time with us. And he was completely sober. And obviously, coming out of a year and a half of being in jail and getting, yeah. you know, and coming and living in a halfway house and then stayed with us for a while. He was awesome. I, I've mm-hmm. seen the really amazing parts of Lenny um, that um, I understand why, like... I said scene. No, I thought you said screen. Well, yeah. We have it on video. You yeah, we'll say... We have it on video. And now I'll be playing another podcast. This is Talking Sopranos with guest Edie Falco. How are you today, my friend? I am okay. I'm excited uh, about today's show and our special guest. Absolutely, positively. I have not seen Edie. It might be 10 years. I mean, I have no idea. I mean, I haven't seen her in a long while. I used to run into her all the time. I haven't seen her. I used to see her at the Nick games, at the Ranger games. I haven't seen her at all. Well, that's what happens in our business, right? You know, you get you, you spend a lot of time, and then it's you don't see each other for years. And then when you do, it's kind of like you saw them yesterday. But Absolutely. I, she I, I, is uh, one of my favorite actresses of all time. I'll say that. Without a, that's, that's without a doubt. She's terrific. I, I, we're, do, we're doing episode... 13, the season finale, Edie has agreed to come on to, uh, you know, uh, help us celebrate the finale of the first season. 
And, uh, you know, unfortunately, uh, you know, when you run into, like, like Edie today, it's, it's going to be great. But then you run into people you don't like all the time. <laughs> <right? Exactly. laughs> I mean, is that just me? Uh, uh, I, I think that's just you. I think that's particular to you. All right, well, let's bring her up. I'm going to audition for community theater. He had never acted. He's 40. Oh, I thought, Yeah, which is very courageous. Yeah. You know, really courageous. Is your dad still around? He is. And he did, after he did that, he did a few plays with them. And then I started producing theater, like, in my early 20s. And we did... The first play I produced was Arthur Miller's Incident of Vichy. And he played the part of the old, in the script, it's called The Old Jew, is, is how they bill him. In the, in, and I'm not just saying that. But um, so he played this Hasidic guy with, a, with you know, gray hair and a beard and, and everything. He didn't, didn't have any lines except no was the only line <laughs> in the play. But he did that. And then he got a play at La Mama after that. No way. Really? Unbelievable. Yeah, that Jenny Lamette uh, directed. And he was in the play, yeah. Oh, and he did a couple other things with us and little things and movies here and there that I was involved in, but that was it. And then he stopped. What, did that have anything that to do with you being me. interested in it? Yeah, I think so. Because even before he did theater, I was he, he took us to really cool movies and plays, and he was a big movie fanatic and stuff. So. Uh huh. That's pretty. So cool. I guess we're both. We both have. You know, Out of family. Well, I'm glad I didn't follow my father's footsteps. He was a smart <laughs> bookmaker, so. There you go. Away. Thank you. There you go. There you go. You know, so uh, you, you went to purchase, price. and I and I Good think morning. NYU always gets the, the kind of credit for being the film, premier film, film school in New York. And, but I think. SUNY Purchase had more to do with the indie movie explosion in New York than even NYU did. There was something about the fact that you couldn't buy your way into Purchase. It was a state school. It was cheap. But so you had 8 million people auditioning. Uh, so you really kind of had to take it seriously and, and work your ass off uh, with your uh, audition stuff. And, um, you know, I would like to think it was based on merit as opposed to whether or not you could afford it. And even though it was cheap, I still couldn't afford it. I was in debt for, it was actually the Sopranos pilot where I was finally able to uh, pay off my student loans and wipe my hands of that one. I know. Crazy. But anyway, yeah, so there are a lot of purchase people. Uh, also, we had access to New York while we were there. And Hal Hartley, right after, I guess I graduated, he asked if I could have coffee with him. And he asked me if I would do one of his movies. And... That was the unbelievable truth. That was the name of the movie. Mm, wow. And uh, I was reluctant because I was doing every student film I could get my hands on because I loved it. But I had a waitressing job and I, it was money that I could not afford to do without at the time. I did it anyway. He promised he'd reimburse me for the train ticket, which he didn't. <laughs> that out there. Uh, to go out to Long Island. And then, yeah, and then that's that, the whole little post-purchase little purchase mafia it has been referred to as. Um, Kind of got going. Mafia. So, all right. so all of you, I mean, all of you guys went to school together. I mean, everybody, not everyone, but big stars. That's quite amazing. It did Paul Schultz go there? Did Schultz go to? Uh, well, Arches? he did. He did. He, he wasn't did. an actor. He was in. But uh, he was in Laws of Gravity. That's right. He was in Laws of Gravity. That's right. He was actually the first person I met at college. And Paul Schultz. How long I've known him. Is to play the, the Father Phil, the, the priest. priest. 
some people That's know. Right. And he worked with you on Nurse Jackie, right? Right, he played the pharmacist. He was in Homicide that I was in. He was in Oz that I was in. Is he on and, Tommy? Uh, he working with you on Tommy. He's great. He's great and a good yeah, guy. Yeah, he's great. He's, great one of, he's one of my dearest friends, yeah. Yes, great, great, great. But ma these are major factors in the independent film movement of the 90s yeah. in New York. Really, you back know, the scenes really Back when it really, really was independent film. Yeah. You know, back when it really was. You make it for nothing. You stay at your wow. family's houses, your aunt's house or whatever. It was really... <laughs> Back when Sundance was just starting, and it really was right. all these very highly motivated, Sundance. creative, poor people. Um, it was a very exciting time to be involved in that stuff. And then Nick Gomez was his editor, I think, on one of his movies. And then Nick went off to do Laws of Gravity, which he got us to do with him. And it was, I have to say, it was a really, really exciting time. Never knowing if any of it would amount to anything. Right. Just knowing that I was with my friends and we were trying to make something. You know? How much was Laws of Gravity to make, you think? I feel from I'm you know, thirty five grand for some reason comes 35. to the top of my head. Like, yeah, it was, it obviously was not going to us. Some of the um, I remember some like neighborhood places would cater for us. Like uh, we were shooting in in. Uh, hey, if you get hungry, I think you can order. 